Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Cook, and it's from our World of Ink Network. A good story is a good story. I have a wonderful guest today. He's been on several times before, and he's done really well with his career, and I'm really proud of him. Uh, I'm going to say his name first so I say it right, Gerard <laughs> DeMarini. Hello. I got it right. You nailed it, okay. Marcia. Uh, yeah, there we go. Okay, so I'll tell you a little bit about the things we're having in the future, uh, which is, let's see, Monday night we're having um, – Sam Oliver, uh, and um, Sam Oliver uh, was on many times. Uh, many times in the past, he's a minister for hospice, but he's also very spiritual. And um, I called up Virginia and I said, I think I want to have Sam on the show because I think people are in need of just learning how to get along with each other and how to fight the stress that they feel. And um, as we know, Thanksgiving is coming up soon, and everybody's family will be fighting because that's what I hear. People are still fighting about the election and everything that goes along with it. We don't have shows about it, but I think um, I think people are very stressed. So Sam will be on with Virginia and I, and he's, he's very calming. So... Um, I think that will be a help for our listeners. And then after that, I have Fran Lewis on the show. And when Fran's on, we never know what's going to happen. But Fran has also been doing some wonderful things. And she really works hard on her magazine. And she also um, talks a lot about Alzheimer's, as her mother had it. And she's really a benefit to people out there, too. Uh, my grandfather had it and my aunt. So I... It's not easy, and she's been writing books about it along with her other books. So she'll be on talking about um, her books and what's been going on with her. And um, today we are going to have a great show talking about everything and anything because uh, Gerard has been on before, and he'll tell you everything that's going on with him. But he'll answer, if you want to call in, you could at 714-242-5259. But this show is also on demand, which is where we get most of our listeners because everybody's really busy these days. But the chat room, I'm trying to get it open, but on one computer, I have two computers going here now, so we'll hope. But Gerard, welcome. It's welcome. been a while, but good I'm so to, happy to good have to you. Good to talk to you again. And uh, uh, a hello, a shout-out to uh, Franny, too. 
she's good. I'm sure she's reading your book by now. Did you send? Well, you no, actually, she she asked not, me for the book because she always yep. reads the paper, and the paper's yes, just getting published now. So she'll okay. she'll have All it right. in. Uh, okay, good. A week All or right. so. Yeah, yeah. She just reads. Right. She doesn't read on the computer. She reads so. Fit. She's a speed reader. So and she reads so much. I mean, she really reads a lot of books a week. Um, oh, she's crazy. Unbelievable. Now, yeah, yeah. And she doesn't. I keep saying, her, "Will you listen to my audio book?" No. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to read a book. I love audio books, and, um, you know, it's not the best avenue for a lot of people because uh, it is expensive on audibles. What's your opinion on it? Because uh, you have audibles, and not all of them, but you have audibles. Yeah, well, the ones that you're right, uh, the ones that yeah. I have uh, were paid for by Amazon. Uh, Amazon yeah. contacted me and said, hey, um, you know, your books went bestseller, and how come you don't have any audio books? And I said, well, I don't know anything about them. And they said, well, you know, we, you know, we own this company, Audible.com, and um, we'd like you to make them. And I, I looked into it, and you know, through their exchange, the ACX exchange, and uh, yeah. it was a, it was a lot of money. But you know, I mean, these they're long books, and uh, I, I, about a month passed, and they and Amazon called me back and said, how come you haven't published yet? You know, we thought yeah. you were going to do it, and I said, well, listen, you know, it's cost prohibitive. I, I'm, yeah. I'm just one small publisher doing my books here, and uh, they said, "Well, we we didn't say we didn't tell you, but we we meant to tell you that we were going to pay it. We'll we'll pay for the production." Find, and they'll so find like, the person for you. Yeah, and they'll find it. Well, no, I found the person. I, uh, they oh, left that complete. The production. Uh, oh, that was good. I, uh, oh yeah, we had great actor, a uh, guy named uh, Elijah Alexander, great great uh, stage and uh, TV and movie actor, right. and. Um, right, right. I, I reached out to him. I loved the, the work that he had done on other um, on other audio books and also on um, uh, some video games that he had done and uh, and yeah. his TV work, obviously. And uh, uh, they, yeah. So we did the we did the first, and they're still calling me now to do them. But you know, they take time because Elijah and I work together on on them you know to, to get yeah. them produced so we'll get more in the future yeah i know right and i you know my books my children's books i have them in audio also but the it's tough market because but i believe that for children it's really good for children to read the book and listen to it because not all kids like to read so sometimes audio works for them you know, not all um, adults like to leave. No, I'll right, exactly. To be exactly. perfectly honest, I've had a lot of people approach me and say, hey, gee, they almost feel like they have to apologize to me, but there's no reason to. They said, hey, gee, yeah. I just want to tell you, I don't read books. I don't have time right. for books. I don't I yep. don't read books. But I just got your audio book, and I love it when you're coming out with that with the with the fourth one. Yeah, I love it. And I was like, books. wow, so there's a whole bunch of people out there that like to listen to, while yes. they go, you know, they, they're driving in the car or wherever they are. I think are, it's you a know. great thing. I think it's really yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm going to let you say a few things about yourself first, but I just want to add. The good thing, I mentioned it last week about audiobooks because, as we know, we have a lot of people out there that are reviewing and not reviewing, and there are people that don't even look at the book. An audio book, at least they don't tell you that you don't have a comma or something is wrong. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, you know, even the best of editors, there's an issue, you know, and you have oh, the yeah. best editor because she lives with you. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I also use, yeah. you know, I hate to say it, but it's just the way things are done. I also always invite people uh, if they find anything wrong with the books, which is what the what big publishers should, uh, you know, have always of done. Of course. Uh, and you just say, listen, I uh, just feel free to contact me. I'm very easy to get, uh, and yeah. and uh, uh, just let me know if there's something uh, that's wrong. Now, obviously, we have 
as as you know publishers, we have a responsibility to make them as good as we can. I mean, I'm not saying to put out you know yes everybody put out an unedited, unedited book, but. Yes. But you know, there's always problems. I, you know, there's always yeah. there's there's always it's something wrong in eighty right. thousand, hundred thousand yeah. words. Yes, know? there is, and your books are are they are long. Okay, maybe we should give a background of uh, what you do. So maybe start with your, you know, just how you got into this. Uh, well, I, I started writing books back in. Well, I've been writing forever and ever, but I published first in two thousand eleven, and it was the Krista Nero series and. Uh, uh, the first book was The Watchman of Ephraim, and uh, it was basically the story of uh, um, a man who lost his wife and unborn child in the North Tower of the World Trade Center. And that came from uh, my own personal, uh, you know, my wife and I lost uh, a number of friends in the World Trade Center and our very, very dear friend, Danny Affolito. And so I, I wrote the book just kind of uh, out of survivor's guilt. And um, that's that's started it all. Yeah, and then I mean, you know, I, you you've accomplished a lot, you know, in the short time because it isn't that long. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, some people never get to where you are right now. Yeah, very really really You're hard. Right. Uh, I listen to your show, and I've, I I listen to other shows, and I see. Um, you know, writers that have been publishing for a very long time. The people that I mentored under were were out there in traditional publishing and then went into indie publishing. Uh, Dean Wesley Smith, Joe Conrath, uh, Scott Nicholson, uh, Steve England. Uh, those were the those were the the guys that I learned a lot from, and uh, all the way back in in the heyday of <laughs> 2010. <laughs> Uh, and I know even before that, you know, uh, indie indie publishing before 2010, those the people, uh, th- those authors who published before then really had a hard time with uh, uh, yeah. indie because it was considered some of it was considered vanity publishing. In other words, you're not good enough to write for for um, yeah. for New York publishing companies, so you're putting out your own book anyway. Uh, it was kind of a negative right. stigma it, right. put uh, put to them. You and know, it wasn't. No, no it, longer, it was that way. It, it was absolutely. I mean, I, I was, you know, an agent in those years. And even if an, you get an agent, it's going to take years. And I just was talking to somebody before. All right. So, I mean, obviously now, I mean, you're very successful, but you really worked hard. But you had faith in yourself to do this. You know, and it's not easy. Yeah, it, it always. You know how that is. It, it always starts could, yeah. with you. You know, I was a musician, and back in the day in the rock bands in the in the early '80s, late '70s, that's when we started. Um, you know, you start with a fan of one, you, and you're the yeah. you're the first. You, if you're not the first fan, nobody else <laughs> is going to buy in. Nobody else yeah. is going to is going to believe. So, you know, it was the, to me. It was this is just another extension of storytelling. I told it, you know, musically, and now. I was doing it in written form, so you you know you start that way. And I had very good mentors. Dean Wesley Smith was was um, one of the the people that helped me the most in in showing me the profession of publishing and writing with, uh, and yeah. the discipline uh, uh, necessary to to do it and do it well. And um, you know, so you write and you write stories that you believe in that you would read. That's it's a simple thing. Write stories yeah. that you would read. And uh, you know, if you if, as you go through the process and you get them edited and you learn from writing and all that stuff, you get better and better at it. And uh, then you'll find out very soon whether you're a true storyteller, whether you should do it as a profession or not. It it it, it, it you know it comes to you. You know, 
for me, I can't do anything else. It does come to you, right. It it does. But, you know, uh, I myself have tried, you know, with my screenplays and my books, many different styles of writing. Not styles, actually, but different genres. And, you know, I do think, you know, after all these years, one of my mistakes was not staying in one genre. Uh, Not with screenplays, because that doesn't matter, because screenplay kind of stands on its own. But with books to get fans. I mean, if if you switch, like I, you know, of course with children, you're not going to have, you know, you're going to have people when they come up to you, yes, but it's not the same thing as with, you know, romance or thriller, suspense, but, you know, you still have, I I think that you have a better shot if you stay right where you should be and, you know, your audience, that's how you develop an audience because you can't develop develop an audience as well if you keep switching. It no, you're, you know. you're, that's a good point, but yeah. uh, there's, there's, my feelings is, is twofold with that. I don't yeah. like when anybody, um, you know, tries to compartmentalize. In other words, I like the idea that if you felt inspired to write in different genres, fantastic. Now, the other part of it was was getting the audience, and you're right yeah. about that because the way publishing works. Uh, for instance, I had in Krista Nero, I have novellas that I wanted to put out and I, I wanted to put them out for a couple of different reasons. Number one, the way people read nowadays, they'll binge read a novel that'll take me five or six months to write and the last one I, I wrote was three years ago and yeah. uh, you know, and now I just put out the new one. So you know, pe- people will read it in a weekend and say where's the next book and you can't get the novels out fast enough so I wanted to have a smaller uh, works out there, so I, I wrote this novella series, Archangel. Now, the Archangel series is part of Kristen Nero, but because of the way uh, Amazon and, and online, the way they, they um, put, promote them, people didn't realize it. They thought it was a standalone. And so the Archangel novellas, um, for a long time, and still, uh, they don't sell as well as the no- novels. Now, you know, obviously, too, novellas don't sell normally as, as well as novels do. But I, I no. really know that people didn't realize that those stories plug into the Kristen Nero universe. They're, they're part of the Kristen Nero universe. So you're right. I mean, it's people, and, that's, it, but, and but that's in the same but, genre. But let's face it, though, in Hollywood, though, they do like novellas. <laughs> that's where they like novellas because they don't normally want to sit down sometimes and read 400 pages. So if if they like your writing it's a good shot out there, you know, but uh, people, you know, I've noticed that too, because I do, li- I like novellas, because I think, you know, um, I, we talk about this all the time, short stories, novellas, I don't know, I started out with children's books, but I do screenplays, and I'm not as, I'm not as descriptive as I should be, because I learned how to write better, though, after I did screenplays, because I see it, you know, and we mm-hmm. all have different ways that we do things, but, you know, um, in in your case, you know, you have a certain style that they like. You've stayed in your same style, even though it's a novella or, you know, you ha- you are writing for what you want people to know, you know, out there in the story. Yeah, the novellas too. The the novella the the novella form is not just a shortened version of a novel. So I think people no. may get mixed, you know, confused right, with that. Right, a novella right. has no backstory. So uh, right. if you look at a traditional novella, you're dropped into this story, and and then it takes and then it goes on, and that's why a lot of it is so short. You normally it's 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 normally monotopic, which my novels normally have, you know. Three subplots going it's on. It's a at the good same way time. to put it, though. The way you just described the novella, because 
people probably, if they don't get it, they, they think it's going to be, it's, a novella isn't a novel. There's no, no. way. Right. No. And that's an interesting thing, that you drop in on the story. I, I think that's a good way to say that. Yeah, you drop in on the story, and uh, I've always I'll, looked at my personally, you know, my novellas, the Archangel novella series, they were to me like television episodes, like the old Mission Impossible episodes. So yeah. that was much different than writing a novel and creating, you know, that where you have a complicated... This is like, think of it as instead of, uh, you know, uh, an entire plot, this was one mission, one, yeah. one you, know, mo- you know, plot that's going on, so... But as far as selling, you're absolutely right. I mean, you you write in different genres. I yeah. can imagine that's even uh, more difficult because people have to discover it. it. And so if they can't find the book, I mean, people don't look. Normally, authors' names this is hard are part. not. This is the that's the hard part is figuring out. Yeah, where they, they I mean, can people aren't real unless you're unless you're a, a very very large author. A lot of people aren't really searching by the uh, by the author's name, so they don't see all the books that you'll put out. And and, and a lot of authors use for different genres. They'll use different pen names. I mean, Dean Wesley Smith probably has. I think he had three or four different pen names. So right, and I do uh, that. I have that too now. And I you know I go back and forth. You know, and I do all these shows. You know, and I talk a lot about different subjects and you know when i talk about it a lot i think about it a lot also because um i think you know what amazon it, it's very difficult what happens on amazon and i think with all the ratings you know and all the reviews and now i just was reading people are saying they're not putting the reviews out that people are giving i mean it's it's very it's weird you know and it, i think nobody knows the answer anymore so i think that you kind of just have to not get that involved in it where you're going to be so upset if somebody gives you a bad review. Um, Absolutely. And I think I've had people on the show that are so sad when they get a bad review. And you really can't be because you don't even, you know, like let's say I'll use Fran Lewis. As a, she's a great example because I've noticed on on her shows and people I know and whatever, you know, yes, she does write a long review. It's more like a synopsis. It's It's a thorough coverage. But every author says – Fran got what the book is about. She was a reading specialist, and she does get the story. Where some people mm-hmm. read a book and they don't get the story. Like it, you know, if it's like I have a book called Grand Central Station. And the reason I named it that is, it was a screenplay I did, and it was like a lot of craziness going on in a romantic comedy in a house. You know, the okay. family. So somebody wrote a review that it was too much happening. I'm thinking like, well, this is why I named it Grand Central Station because it was like that you know it's a comedy where there's a lot going on and that happens right but i think people and then they go you know and then they write you know they may not like it for that reason and that's not and then other people like the book so you know i can't listen sometimes i've had people on the show and they say just don't look at the reviews because that can change your writing mentally we all can't help what we read you know if somebody yeah, doesn't yeah, like absolutely. something I, I, you know what? I, I, for me, um, be, it really changes when you get busy. <laughs> when you yeah. get busy, Marsha, I'm not saying that not other authors aren't busy, but I can yeah. just tell you from my my side, I honestly don't have time to. I mean, I, I, of course, everybody wants to know how their books are doing, but you can't take the you can't ride I, the right. rapids of reviews, good or bad. No. Right. Um, I mean, it's great I, to have right, a, exactly, a great and review. that is the thing. And I see that in people all the time. And I see that when they come on the show, they're so 
into the number and how, you know, I don't, you know, when a reader, I'm trying to get a show with Angela Campbell's coming on. She's a reviewer, and I think she's going to try to find readers. I want, a lot of readers won't come on. I've tried for years. I want to know what they think, but mostly they don't care who the publisher is. They want a good story. Give them a good story, and they like it. End of story, and it's this and end of story. <laughs> I guess right. that's uh, apropos. That's it, what they it, want. It, it, that's is, really is the a good story. And yeah. I can tell you something else. Even the um, probably less so now, but I remember when we first started, there were um, there were authors that had um, indie published, and they really didn't have very well uh, edited books. But the yeah. stories yeah, had touched right. the yeah. audiences so much yeah. that I knew huh. some people that had oh, written and sold a half a million copies of their books. Oh yeah, and they were, and it was edited horrible, but they didn't care. They like the story. I know because that. because people remember people are you know you can have a perfectly edited, um, really dull story. And yeah. It's not gonna. That's right. You're not gonna bring people from point A to point B. They're not gonna feel emotionally attached to it, and that's that. Maybe they're not gonna give you a bad review. Maybe they're not gonna give you any review. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and I think, you know, I, I have to be truthful. I don't love social media. I've said it over and over again. So I, I'm paying people to do certain things, but I'm still on all the time doing a lot of social media. But I really don't like it that much, you know, because I really think it does take up time when you should be writing, you know. And yeah. if you're thinking so much about what you wrote in a post that I think, you know, and then we all know it's different on Facebook because if we don't boost Facebook, it's not going anywhere. And years ago, like we were talking before, I've done shows for eight years, and you asked me a question, how did I start this? And the truth is I started by seeing a post from Red River, and I – you know, and at those years, people would read posts, and you you'd get a lot of shares. You could get five hundred, six. I mean, you get a lot of shares. It's not right. like that now. You know, and no, your audience uh, the you pick it up. Wore but, off. Yeah, and I you think know. that well, Facebook didn't have the ads that they do now. You know, so you have to. You know, I pay for ads. You know, but. I think the ads, I think a lot of people think they're going to sell books. I, I'm bad at checking all of this because I just keep going. I'm busy too, like you are, and I can't just sit there and feel I, like I don't want to change. I've always been the kind of person where whatever it is, it is. And I don't want to get myself where I can't write because I'm so busy thinking about what somebody said about a book, liked or didn't like. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, and, uh, I at, yeah. and let me tell you something. Welcome to the world of professional publishing. You know, you yeah. have to be a professional. I like I said, I yeah. go back to the days of being in a rock band. People buy a ticket; they have the perfect right to boo as much as they can clap. And you know, yeah. you, you go out there, you practice, you 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 rehearse. Um, you have good shows. You have bad shows. You have good songs. You have bad songs. Um, you know, I just learned over doing it thousands and thousands and thousands of times and doing it in front of hundreds of thousands of people that um, I guess it was a little different for me than somebody that's just coming to um, well, you were uh, right. To, you were used to, to dealing with you know eye. people front line. Uh, so I, I'm not as affected by it, honestly. Yeah. I think that everybody, you know, I mean, if you're going to be nasty, they have no time for you. If you if you're trying to be critical, yeah. you liked it, but you think my uh, editing, or you think my story could have been better, then that's great. I mean, that's fine. That's that's cool. I mean, that means you read it. <laughs> well, right, and you know, and one of the things I thought we do it? before, well, when somebody does a memoir, like I have, you know, uh, my memoir of a Holocaust survivor, and you know, it, this is her story. 
It's not my story. It's her story. She told right. it to me. I wrote it. So if they don't like something about her personality, it's not like I could change it. Or if they like something or if they wanted her to do something or if they don't, you know, anything. And that's what a memoir is. And I think sometimes people, when they're reading a memoir, they don't realize that this is not fiction. This is what happened to this person, good or bad. It's the way they saw it. It's not like you can change what your character did. You can't. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I it, actually, it, on the on the writing side, I, I wrote two memoirs in the last. Uh, I've been asked a lot what's been going on in the last three years. How come it's taken so long to get Chris out? And I, I said, you know, I, I got the the um, the TV and the movie stuff, but I also worked on two mem- ten, two memoirs. I never got them out because uh, there there you run into problems with the person who you're writing the memoir for that if that their lives yeah. change um you can't come yeah. to agreement on on different things yeah. and so i vowed for now i will never write another one because they ate up so much of my time it takes, yeah it, it right takes and, and you know what and that's true and people ask them. me all the time they go oh i have a great story for you i go i'm sorry really i like you but i cannot do it i spent a lot of time this is i did it years ago okay and I was I was with the person all the time. Sally, she's still alive, but I used to go there all the time and take her story down. So I I'm not going to do that now. And you're right. Wow. And I feel like with her, this was exactly I was I used to read it to her because, and then when I read it to her and she liked it, I went, oh, good. You know what I mean? And that was it. But I they have right, and that is difficult. So I yeah, and I don't even go. Do I, 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 kudos <laughs> to you. I, I don't. I didn't even leave. I we we would do it over Skype. They're they're very very uh, big um, rocks. Uh, musicians, rock stars, and uh, uh, they have good friends of mine, old dear friends of mine too, and uh, they have great, uh, great stories that need actually need to be told. So that's maybe at some point uh, we'll, we'll get back to it. But I'm just I'm too busy now. You know, there's windows of time uh, yeah. and opportunity yeah. to, to to do these kind of projects. And I was trying to do something outside of Chris, um, and uh, I really I wanted I always do the same thing, Marsha. I write what I want to read. So I yeah. wanted to. I was very interested and curious about their stories. I actually have their Skype interviews. It's just that, uh, as far as getting the book out, um, well, you know, that can't well, happen. That is what happened. That's how I got into this. When I met this woman, right? That's yeah. what I, I was so interested, and in. I just thought, oh my God, she went through the Holocaust and she's doing so many yeah. good things now. She was a model. She was, and right. And that story does sell really well because people, that's a, okay. They'll look up Holocaust and there she is. You know what I mean? But, sure. uh, memoirs and nonfiction, all of non, they, they do sell good because people are actually looking for what you've written. And when you said there's a lot of books out there, it's true. And that is really why it's hard on Amazon to get, what you know sometimes you're not in the right category but people have said that they call and you know then they they help them because they i think amazon knows this and amazon does help a lot of times but i think this is a problem we talk about this on most of the shows now because if you get in the wrong genre at the beginning it's difficult to sell that yeah. book oh yeah so i mean yeah, you know i mean, I mean you know how do you feel about screenplays? I mean, are you happy with that? I mean, I love writing screenplays, and I, I'm probably going to start doing it again. Well, you know, you you did it different than me. A lot of people um, did what you did, which I find uh, uh, that's great. It's fascinating mm-hmm. to me. I'm I'm a, I'm at heart a storyteller. Novel novel right. form yeah. is 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 a really cool place for me to be. 
but I was very blessed because uh, Hollywood reached out to me. Uh, I had yeah, an executive yeah. producer that reached out to me and then and ultimately ended up with my partner, Mike Greenberg. And Mike and I are were meant I mean, in, in in heaven, we must have been fated to to come together. Yeah. He's, um, <laughs> he's been a he's been a great mentor. He's he, I'm a big Destiny. fan. You know, he's the guy that Destiny. created uh, MacGyver and Stargate, yeah. and I'm a fan of both shows. And he just yeah. said, "Hey, I read um, I read Watchmen of Ephraim, and I'm I, by the third chapter, uh, I was already making phone calls to find out how to get in con- contact with you." Right, because you, like, wow, you have your own style, cool. and you're a very thorough, educated really good writer i mean there's a difference you can tell that. and somebody that's in the business knows it you, you know, know what not there's everybody a, writes have, that way i i listen to your 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 shows i there's there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of great writers out there i i do uh i do talk you know i was doing a lot of talks last year um um in in las vegas and it seemed like the big topic was how did you get to the screenplays now i've been writing you know me you, you yeah. uh interviewed me for the first book so I've been yeah. writing books for you know seven years, uh, publishing them. I mean, and uh, but I found that it was it was kind of uh, uh, funny that so many people were interested in in the screenplay work that I'm doing. Obviously, you know, it's movies and TVs. Because uh, it's the character. Uh, it's the characters. The characters are good. You know, and well, I think that they're just more. They're more. Uh, um, they're more. You want to know Fascinated with the whole process, and also anybody that's written screenplay and has tried to shop screenplay. Uh, if you think you know getting a getting a novel out to to um, to New York is is hard, try getting a try getting a screenplay uh, greenlit. It's it's not. It's true. Somebody it's, actually, I you know, I got an option that way. It was really funny. A few months ago, somebody, I think I put something out of mine um, several years ago on that original script. I think it's. Um, I don't know, you can put scripts on. I think, I'm sure. And then so she said, so they called, you know, they emailed me and they said, are you the original author of this? I said, yes, you know, I wrote it. And um, they optioned it just for four months, which is fine. And my, I like four months because this way either they do it or they don't because after a certain amount of time, they, they lose right. interest. That's Hollywood, mm-hmm. you know. And But they found me, and I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, I should put all my other scripts on there, you know. And I think that that's true, you know, when they're looking for something. But otherwise, you can send to them over and over again. And it's really funny because now I've noticed, when I started 20 years ago in this, a lot of the people that were much younger, they're doing a lot now producing. I see their names, and I know them. And because it's oh, hard, it yeah. takes years you're, to find projects that they want to do. Yeah, and, and, and again, the, that's the interesting way. That's norm. That's the the normal way of coming to it is you come up with an idea. I guess you write a screenplay and and yeah. then you put it out. Or I know a lot of authors that write in certain genres, especially you know action, adventure, thrillers, that kind of stuff. They immediately. They hear their uncle or their cousin or their friend say, hell, that would make a great movie. Yeah. And so right away they're putting their minds on, okay, so I wrote this novel. It's my vehicle yeah. into Hollywood. That actually yeah. was never, it was never, ever my idea. I love yeah. writing novels. I re- loved reading novels. So I, to me, uh, you know, I came from the rock, you know, rock music. It's very different. Uh, to me, very Hollywood different was genres. just going to be another big, dumb 
mountain uh, that I just didn't want to tackle. I just, I just yeah. felt like, you know, I, I, you know, when you publish, you're the, you're the king of your domain, and I was, I was having fun. I mean, I've been very okay. blessed. I'd like to I, talk I about that, that for a minute, from your early days, because I think that's sure. so important. Because people, I, in fact, I just had a call today. I'm talking this, you know, and I said, stop spending money the wrong way, you know, and they're independently publishing, but they're just all over the place. And I, you know, it's, this is one of the reasons I do this because I know how hard this is and I know people are spend money and do things that they don't have to do. So like, what would your advice be for a young person, not even young, at whatever age, whatever age they want to write a, a book, what do you think that they should do first? In your opinion, as far as as far as what are just you as, talking about? Just as okay, they started to write. What do you think? They, I mean, should they look for an agent? Should they finish the book? What do you think? I mean, you've, brought, oh, no, you've no. been uh, out there absolutely. long enough. I mean, again, you're asking my opinion, and and yes. there's there's many many roads to to success. Uh, there's only one way of not getting a success, and that's quitting. So you could you can find right. success a lot of different ways. My opinion. Yes. The, mm-hmm. uh, uh, agents and, and all that don't come into it at all. The first okay. thing you got to do is um, write agree with you. the story. I agree. You have to write the story, and the story is yeah. not as easy. You know, people start stories. I did it when, from going back uh, into the early 80s, and uh, I was writing all sorts of stories, and um, I found out that I was really full of uh, chutzpah in the beginning, and then try to finish one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so, that's the thing. That is exactly the thing. Is right. People say, "Oh, I want to write a book." Well, okay. Well, try to write a book, or try to write a try story, to write a or try to write a right, or a screenplay. But you know, and one of the advice that I would tell people when they're writing a screenplay, because this happens a lot, you get to a certain. If you do the first ten pages, that's all. In Hollywood, if those aren't good, forget it. You're done. I mean, they're not even going to bother. Then they skim through. You know, they roll through it and they look at the end. Okay. But if those ten pages don't get them, like then it's not going to work. So, I mean, you really have to work on those. But then you get to – when I used to get to page 25, I'd go, okay, I can do the story. Because if you can't do anything after you get to 25, then the story, you got to go, well, it's not right because you got to finish it. You can't yeah. just have that beginning. And there's, a, yeah, well, there's, that, a, there's a huge difference between screenplay um, and, and novel, especially be because of the way we can distribute now, we can publish now. Yes. With the screenplay, the only way to monetize a screenplay is for you to have your rights picked up, and and they're going yeah. to uh, develop and produce that that piece. Uh, so there's a lot of money involved. So it doesn't even. I mean, you you were only talking about whether they like it and they don't like it. I have right. uh, I have a half a dozen projects now that are all liked. So the, I can just tell you that that that's only one step. Whereas that's with a right. book, if you right. if somebody liked it, then you're as good as published. And, and and when when it comes to screenplay, which screen is it going to be on? Who's going to be producing it? There's right. the, the the process of turning of making a movie, even in the independent side. If you, if people say, well, why don't you just do the ind- go independent, which is what Mike and I uh, were trying to do for for years with with uh, with Chris De Niro. Well, the, yeah. the, the, there's an added problem. Yes, you have more creative uh, control and and creativity, yeah. but um, you, you got somebody's got to pay for it. 
So now you got to go yeah, out you there and you have to raise the and, money. And every uh, distribution, if you don't have distribution, it's not going anywhere. But the good news for authors now of screenplays is there is Netflix. I mean, there's a lot more markets than there were years ago. There's a lot. Yeah, there's some more markets. The the, the deals generally are not as big as uh, the old no, movie deals no, because no, there's so many no. markets. But yeah. you know what? That's you're right. It's it's great. But I I, I just. You're ask if you're you, since you ask me, um, yeah. I'm just going to tell you that <laughs> if for a not, if you're a screenplay writer, and I talked to um, uh, a friend of mine, uh, is manager of Imagine Dragons, and um, you know huge band here, and he came to hear a talk that I gave and uh, on on uh, the books and screenplays, and and they wanted to see the difference in uh, the style of the manuscript. So I was actually going into some of the craft and stuff, and at the end of it, he 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 almost looked. Uh, angry and I, I said hey, what would you think you know his daughter was there his daughter's a burgeoning writer and uh, he, he just looked like angry and he says hey you made, you made it sound so easy he says I got six screenplays out there and I'm the manager of a band that's selling in the millions and I can't get I can't get it right. picked up and right. my, it, is, my it is that way was, though it I is never talked about selling them yeah yeah <laughs> Well, see, that's the thing, right, and because there is a lot involved, and, you know, and for production companies, it takes a long time. It's not one, two, three, and I think that not every story can be a screenplay, you know, and um, I, you know what, I, I've, I mentioned this so many times, I have had, when I, you know, so many people that, I mean, they're still coming to me, and I can't really help them, I, you know, I'm not really taking on clients now, and, and everybody thinks theirs is the greatest screenplay, and, you know, and they don't understand that, you know, it's a story. They're looking for the story, but they are going to change it. And in the last minute, it, people don't realize that if you're signing over, you don't really have the control you would like to have. So you better be prepared that if they make changes and you've already signed, it's the way it is. You no, know, screen, and yeah, screenplay just, is screenplay is a collaborative process. Yes. Period. Yes. It doesn't matter. I, 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 in the case of Kristen Nero, for instance, I mean, I write for other. You know, right. shows other other projects, but in the case of Kristen Nero, I, supposedly I'm the guy that owns it all, correct? Well, right. it doesn't yeah. matter because yeah. it, in order to get something to to do the heavy lift of getting a story to screen, um, yeah. there there are so many people that must buy in. Uh, starting with if you, whether you're going to go to a studio or whether you're going to get an investor, uh, somebody has to pay for it, and those people have every right to add their two cents in and say, hey, yeah. listen, I really would yeah. like it go this way. And then once you get in there, there's also, uh, if you let's say, for instance, with the studio, if you go studio, um, they want to know uh, who's going to be acting in it because that's going to dictate how many movie, uh, you know, uh, uh, screens they're going to go into, movie theaters. Yeah. Uh, so now you're going to have to have, uh, and I'll, I'll give you a perfect example of what I'm talking about, of how it can back into the into the script itself. Well, you you read Chris De Niro, then you understand that Chris was not Chris was only part of the story. I had seventy four characters. I think somebody counted out I in know. Watchmen of yeah. Well, when you go to when you go to Hollywood and you have um, a, a, you know a, a studio out there, they look at it and they say, okay. We need to have this A budget, which means you're going to have these top ten actors, uh, Mark yeah. Wahlberg or whoever else it's going to be, and then they're going to say there's not enough screen time. I know. The way you have the novel written does yeah. not translate 
to the way the, the so now already the collaboration is major. You're right. you're making yep. us make a major change. I'm actually yep. injecting much more of the protagonist into the story than I ever originally intended to have. Now you can say right. no, but if you say no, then say bye bye to you're getting done. that out <laughs> in right, a Hollywood right, studio. It's over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna, you, so. yeah, you know, and also, you know, I, I do write with a lot of characters, you know, um, certainly my romantic comedies, there are a lot of characters. And, you know, if everybody, like you're saying, if you wonder sometimes you see a movie, it's a comedy, let's say, and then there's somebody in it, a big time star, and then she's out of it. And then you go like, well, why wasn't she in another scene? Well, she wasn't in another scene because it's going to cost more money to get her in another scene. So mm-hmm. she's... She's just opted for that scene, you know, and and that's how it is because then they just write around it and they don't. She doesn't come back, you know, and because sometimes you've wondered. Sometimes, oh, they had this person in the film, and why did they just give him a small part? Well, that's because it's called money, you know. And in a comedy, especially if you don't have top name people in a comedy, you can't get it made because you've got to have that draw, and it's a hard draw. You know, yeah, um, and so now you so listen to what you're saying, and and you can see why as a writer you you uh, that's why I've always felt, and I even said to my friend uh, that that wrote those screenplays, I says, how come you didn't start with writing? I said, are the stories great? He says, I think they're great. I says, well then why yeah. didn't you start with a novel or a novella yeah. or something you can monetize, something you can publish? Yeah. And he says, I, well, you know, he goes, getting that discovered is pie in the sky. And, and I had a laugh because that's how I got discovered. <laughs> no, I think, I so right. and, but you know what, though? But you're saying people, it can't be done, and I'm telling you, I'm the yes, living example of somebody that you know was what, discovered though? because I published. But you know what? It, I, I've stopped saying that sometimes because not everybody can do both. And, you know, I should say, oh, because I agree with what you're saying because I – I think that's possible, but then I would tell people, and they can't—they just can't do it in a novel. They—it's a different kind of writing. Screenplays are, you know, it's hard. Like I know in a screenplay, let's say there's a line I don't like. Well, if I don't get the right line, I am going over and over that one line, okay? Because it means something. It's got to—you know—you don't—you only have 120 pages, and now you sometimes have only 90 minutes because they don't want. You know, a lot of the movies are shorter in the theaters. There may be an hour and 45 minutes. You know, it's yeah. not, you know, some are big time and they have money behind them because every page is a, it counts. Every, pa- every when, page is yeah. a minute of screen yeah. time. Right, right. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, when you're writing a book, it, it's a very, it is different. You know, you have to, and then that's one of my problems. My problems turn out, that's why I turn out novellas because it's like, I don't, write that I, I just I'm right I'm looking at it as a screenplay and oh it's over. You know what I mean? And it's That's it, right, and you're to, you're right. The, yeah. the, the the novella form is very similar to, to screenplay. Yes. But what yes. I think that you give yourself though, Marsha, I think that you do it the right way by making them into a novella for a couple of reasons. One, you will flesh they out the story sell. more if you are going yeah. to publish. If you're gonna yes. write Remember, it's a, I go back to what I said before. It's a collaborative effort. If you right. fill in too much in a screenplay, yeah. they're either going to suck it out or they're not going to like it in the first place. You can't right. do as exactly. much as you know as much as Which you think is, in a screenplay. You're, you're right, and you know what happens? Grand Central Station that I wrote is not the same story <laughs> because when I write it as a novella, 
it's not. And I'm doing another one, it's never too late. And I'm changing the whole story because, listen, I wrote it 10 years ago, it's never too late, the screenplay. But now when I'm writing the book, I'm going like, I don't think this works. You know, I have to be honest with myself. I'm probably sure. brutally honest, but I just don't <laughs> think that, like, that, that it was, he was, there was a party planning place and all this, these people were there and they had different lives and they were, you know, the mother was trying to get a son married off, you know, Jewish mother. And so I went like, this does not work. So here I made him now, he's a doctor. Okay, that's that. And the mother's still trying to marry him off and he's, uh, his nurse, who has worked with him for years, they he doesn't even know that she exists, but then now they're falling for each other because she actually loved him, but I took everybody else out of it. So I just made it a romance between the two of them and the mothers involved, and she finds someone, you know. Mm-hmm. But I had to because it doesn't make it didn't make sense. It just was, to me, wasn't the right surroundings for what kind of book it is now so that's so sometimes a screenplay is like it's like an outline because i don't like outlines but it turns out that i i guess i do like outlines because my that's what i do in in any book now that i'm doing from a screenplay i have changed it because i think it doesn't work and so you have to be honest with yourself and I, you know, with for me, I have, you know, I also had, uh, and, I, and I told him, uh, I told my friend this too, that, um, you know, having uh, Michael Greenberg as as your partner, I didn't, uh, you know, he, this is a man that wrote, you know, over ten thousand scripts, has over four hundred right, hours of produced matters. television. Well, that matters. That matters. So yeah, I mean, he right <laughs> really away does. when we jumped into the process of writing. Yeah. Um, he was he was already cutting my teeth to a master level. You know, I, I wasn't yeah, given yeah. one on one point. I wasn't given the chance to uh, to fail. He had so much confidence in me. And I, I when I talked to Dean Wesley Smith originally, I said so. He says, "Listen, gee, remember this: when you publish independently, you want to do this as a profession. Rights are our income. So that each one is another yeah. path of income. So you're going to do a Kindle. Right. You're going to do an audio book. You're going to do." Right. Uh, you know, uh, your paper books, uh, you're going to have the different distributors, but you're also going to sell foreign rights. You're also going to sell movie yes. rights. And and so to me, when I'm st- listening to him, I, I'm, I'm saying, oh, okay, so I understand that coming from the music industry. To me, when I got the phone call originally, uh, it was from an executive producer. It wasn't from Mike. He, the executive yep. producer put, us in, put me in uh, touch with Mike. But I thought I was just—I thought it was a twenty-five thousand dollar check. Honestly, I, I thought it was going to yep. be a an option. They—they uh, yep. they can go from five to twenty-five thousand for an unknown author at the time. This was in two thousand and thirteen, right. and mm-hmm. so I—I so I, didn't—I didn't realize, you know, mo- most author, most books, even if you are going to be optioned, you're not going to get a phone call from the producer. You may, you may not, I, or from the studio. I mean, they actually don't want a lot of times your input. Uh, from the author, the authors are just kind of a. Uh, a pain That's in the what's butt. unfortunate when you see the academy. <laughs> when you go to when you're watching the Academy Awards, you know it depends. You know, some years they talk about the story more than others. It's getting a little better because they used to just go, oh, and the writer is, you know, and it's like, okay, the writer gets least, you know, the star gets a lot of money, the, the production company, you know, they make the money, but the author already, use, a lot of them get the money up front. Some of them or go to the back end, but they don't get what people think. 
and without the writer, there is no story. But see, that's well, it. it matters. It matters, and you're right. If you it, just like in publishing, you got to be very careful of what kind of yeah. uh, what kind of um, deal that deal you, you get, you're yes. going to agree to and sign to. But the 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 point, even more so, the deals is aren't what, novelist, this way. The deals are not what people think they are. Okay, because um, I went for some. You know, because I went to. Uh, I was going to say for and, yeah for yeah. for for some. I mean, if I'm in the I'm in the writers guild, and there's a there's a, a templates, and there there, it's 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 a lucrative thing. I'm not going to tell anybody that it's not no, a lucrative situation. No, but, but, but uh, that's how hard it is but, to get it done. But remember, even if I said to you, if I said you were going to make, let's say, a uh, hundred and fifty thousand dollars, well, you say, oh, that's great, that's an, unbelievable. But if I say it takes, it's going to take you ten years to make that check, then that's fifteen thousand. Right. A year, yeah. So that's does, fifteen thousand know dollars a year, take, and that sometimes the, does take ten years to get a movie out. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. There's no to be because there, don't you again, know because it's. Go ahead. I was going to say because there's so much there's so much that goes into the collaboration of making uh. it, and then you're bringing it to people, and then remember they have a they have a uh, each studio if you're going to the majors they have their own demographics they have their own people yes. they change people sometimes you'll take three or four years yes. to, to to work your way up <laughs> right. in a studio you're only right. to find out that that whole everybody yeah. that liked your thing has it now was. been fired or right. left or right. the company has been merged and you're out yeah i mean you're that's out. just that's just the yeah hey, listen it's 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 a it's a sport of kings uh, the, in other words normally I would not. I would definitely tell you to have a day job if you think that you're just going to start writing screenplay yeah, yeah, and, and support yeah. yourself by it. Because it, it, you, I mean, it, can you make it in one thing? Sure, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but you I, I don't. Well, but, you know, it's not like you know, it's not likely. But you know what's interesting? Do you notice it's not this? Likely. Though, when I, when I, I still like the big screen, but you know, um, so when, when I go to a movie, um, which you know, they don't even stay long anymore if they don't get any numbers, you know, and which right. is a bad thing, but. Sometimes I'll be watching a film and then I'll notice something. I'll say, this script was written like 10 years ago because they, they forgot that some of the words they use, some of the yeah. things that are <laughs> happening, you know, are not updated. Because, and that's the other thing. You know, if you have scripts, they go, oh, you, they last forever. They do. Some ideas are really great, but there are still things. Like even when you saw Wall Street, the second Wall Street, he had a, the phone that he I, – I remember the scene where they had the phone yeah. with Michael Douglas. His phone was completely yep. different than the new phones, you know. And so you have to watch that. I mean, maybe people don't know that, you know. And But when I see something or I hear something, I go, oh, the author, you know, I, the wording is, you know, because every line matters. You know, some people let the line go, but when a script writer hears it, I'm hearing the I listen to everything vocally. That's for me. I like if I like their voice on TV, you know, or I like their speech pattern, but not everybody does that. You know, we no, all have our own yeah. thing. Uh, I, now, I, so for me, speech pattern. I'm very, I drive my husband I'm, I'm, I'm crazy. I drive him crazy. My, when we're at the show, my husband's like, okay, you know, <laughs> like this, and we're at home, I go, see, listen to that. You know, it's like, I, but I do get excited for people when I, they're new and they get it out there and they really do well with it. It's such a great feeling to see somebody that no matter who it is that gets where they want it to be well yeah, I, I think it gets to where you want to be i don't think you know yeah. you're going to arrive at that the last day of your life hopefully if you're so blessed you can say yeah, i right. finally got to where <laughs> right. i want to be but other than that i think it's just it's all part of of each of our journeys and and yeah. that's why you have to set yourself up for the for the long 
Paul, for, for the journey itself. In other words, the, the journey of being a writer is just like any other profession. You have to love it so that you can wake up every day and be invigorated and, and enjoy it. And then guess what? All those great how did you get how did you get you know uh, uh, a Mike Greenberg and how did you get these guys to, to call yeah. you? I didn't get them to call me. They you know, I feel yeah. I'm blessed. Uh, so or do you else feel it's it like destiny and chance. or meant to be? I, you know, well, I it could be time and chance. I'm not saying yeah. you know if you don't believe yeah. in that, fine. But I mean, I, I just know I that uh, <laughs> some people feel that you know um, they did it all on their own, and you know that's not normally how it happens. I, right. um, I have a good friend. I have a good friend, for instance, uh, uh, a guy named Brian Koppelman, uh, all yeah. dear friend. He was he was one of the original uh, when he was a, a teenager, sixteen years old. He was a, the biggest fan of the rock band I was in, and Brian went on to become an A and R man in the music business, and then he went on to become a scriptwriter, and he wrote Ocean's Thirteen, and he wrote uh-huh. um, Billions. <laughs> He's one of the the creators of Billions. And uh, you know, oh, uh, we talk show. now, and show. yeah, and 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 it's 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 amazing, you know, that uh, we actually got back in touch after a couple of decades passed, and uh, and uh, he says, hey, gee, I see that you're writing novels, great, man. And I says, hey, I see that you're writing the screenplays, and uh, yeah. that's awesome too, man. And and um, it is a different, but it is different, you know, it really is different, and you know, but the thing is, you know, some people ask, they go, you know, they say, well, you know, we realize that you are, I am passionate about this because I do, after all these years, love writing, love talking to authors, love movies, I love it. You know, and I know it comes across because I do love it, you know, and I have people on the show and I'm thinking like sometimes they're not that excited. I'm going like, why aren't you excited? You have a book. You have, I mean, oh my God, this is so hard to get out. Well, that was my point with Brian. With Brian, he told me that, you know, he he actually has been out there. He tells everybody that, um, you know, even with Billions, you'd think it was a slam dunk. I mean, it's a super mega hit. Well, he was shopping that thing for a couple of years and you're going to get turned down after. So you got to be excited. You got to be invigorated. So. You got to you got to just wipe the dust off when people go, don't like it. Uh, it, it another thing, I'm not a big collab. I'm not a big person. I know there's a lot of writers out there. I'm not knocking your your process, and it's great for the people that go out and get the beta readers and they get all that stuff, and that's great. Oh, I, I don't. That's not I what I come from. The Dean Wesley school of no. I write it. I edit it. I send it out right. to my editor. She yep. reads yeah, it. Yeah, I do. The I same. comes back to me. <laughs> no. And it goes out, and and I'm moving on to my next story because I'm, you know, I'm happy with well, it. Well, I'll say what you know what I've said before. I, I don't. But I'm not insulting. I'm way. not insulting beta writers, but I will say one thing. Uh, readers. Beta, beta readers. readers. Okay, yeah. beta readers. I. This is how I feel about it. I can't help it. I I really don't want somebody reading my book that maybe never wrote a book, doesn't even know anything about me, and doesn't care about me, or doesn't know my characters. I don't want them telling me about my characters because it's not going to help me. I, I can't help that. You know, I don't really. And I go, everybody's, oh, they got 10 beta readers and they got this. And I go, like, I, I read my book. I don't even give it to my friends. Nothing. I, well, no, no, and that, I give that, it to but, Jeff, you know my what? editor. I don't knock is, anybody. If that's their process no, I don't either, and they feel that's comfortable what I'm saying with it. For me, because yeah. I, you, you, if somebody reads your work, they're going to change it all the time. I give it to Jeff. He's my editor. He does all my edits forever, all the, all the, anything I've ever done. And I know that when he looks at it, he knows what I'm thinking. So when he tells me what you know, needs to be changed, it's because he knows that it's what needs to be done, and it's right. You know what I mean? But so I this can't... is the way I look at it, and you may yeah. get a kick out of this. If if you were, if you had Van Gogh, or you had Rembrandt, or you had <laughs> Picasso, or you had Leonardo da Vinci, 
they're going to paint something, all right? So Leo, Leo paints uh, the Mona Lisa. He does not have 14 beta artists that are <laughs> right. looking at it going, you know what, don't right. really like that color red, and she's right. not really strong enough, and I think you should be considering a blonde. Right. That's not the way it works. Now, no, no. Okay? Now and that, however, so that, you know, yeah. well, wait a minute, let, right. me, let me just finish. But the, 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 my point is, so our works of art, just like the artist's works of art, are our books. Now, when yeah. it comes to making a movie about Leonardo da Vinci, well then, yes, believe it or not, you have to open it up. It has to be collaborative. That's you have to accept say, right. Right. You <laughs> have to. Right. There's no, there, and, and you know what? I'm the type of person that loves it on the, on the screenplay side. First, I have Mike Greenberg, who Mike's eye is, is the best to me in the world. Yep. But then we don't stop with just Mike. We send it out to other producers and directors right, right. that are out there and to, and to other actors. We get lots of feedback. You're also going to, when you're shopping it, you're also going to get nonstop feedback from the studios that it that's goes out different. to. That's different, right, right. And that's and what that, I you said got exactly. it, Marcia. It's That's completely different, and, See, that's and it should exactly be looked right, at because, as different. Right, if someone wants to give me money for my script, I will let right. them Right. Right, that's that, and that's the <laughs> difference. The difference. I will is, not turn down money, and that's what I tell people. And some of my clients, I used to say that they go, "Well, I that's not good." I go, "Well, then I don't think this is good for you because I know a book is a book, like what you're saying, and a screenplay. No, if you buy my screenplay, that's it. It may change, and if I don't like it and you've paid me, then I, you can ask to maybe not have credit, which I don't know how many people would want that. But, you know, some people would say, all right, don't credit me. And that maybe it does happen. Maybe they don't like what they've seen. But it's their property to do it. I mean, that's how it goes. And if you don't, yeah, with, you can't with, let it with go. Yeah, with the screenplays, um, I also believe that um, the the people that we've gone to, at least for, for me, they're such talented Storytellers. Right. Just because a person is wearing a suit and is sitting at, at MGM or Legendary, or whatever, <laughs> right. that yeah. does not make them any less uh, a, a, a no. storyteller as you know you or I who is sitting in front of a laptop and typing words. Including the actors, including the 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 uh, the, uh, the heads of the different departments, the various departments and the, the crews. I think that that's why I said it's a heavy lift. It's it's a much bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, thing and and everybody, if you can get everybody synced into delivering yeah, the best is, it, right. part story, uh, it, it's an amazing. I'm 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 thoroughly blown away with all that. The only yeah, thing I would I say is it takes it takes away a lot of time from writing my novels. You know, I will I say one thing. I will three say years what to get I, this one out. One thing that I think what I always wanted, and I really wish it would be more of, if the writers, because I, I actually believe the director, I mean, I believe in a good director, because without a good director, I don't really care. You know, I mean, you need somebody that really can hold it together that way. But I think that if you get a producer, director, actors, and uh, this is totally not the way it is, but and if you get everybody in a room and at least try for this project, I think it, it's a good thing, but it doesn't happen. And I really think if Hollywood did that, we'd have really, really some great projects, which I do think now with HBO and Showtime, that, like billions. I mean, this is great. These are really good projects. And that's some of you were saying about the Emmys. What happened to ABC, NBC, and CBS? All of these ones that are winning, most of them were either, you know, on Amazon or on HBO or Showtime. You know, because they take the time now that's necessary to make a good story, I think. 
you know, yeah. like and like the, Homeland, um, Homeland, and The Affair. I watch all of them, and you know, but I'm trying not to watch them as much because it really takes a lot of time to watch these. You know, I watched Ozark, and I, you know, I'm sitting there watching, and they're so good. I mean, they're really yeah. good. You know, um, and I think that people are missing a lot if they don't see some of these because the acting and the directing and the everything is good. You just go at the end of it, you go, this was great story. Yep. I mean, it it just is. You know, so on that note, I mean, this was fun today talking about this. This is I, I, I love talking about movies and books. And you're a great person to have on, and I really appreciate it. Where can they find everything about you? Because you have so much going on and your books and your audios. I would say uh, GerardDemarini.com. Uh, don't worry about uh, just just mistype it into Google, and I'm sure it'll come it up. Comes right up. It comes com. right up. Or else you can get, pull up the uh, the screen work that I'm doing uh, on IMDb. Just uh, type my name in, and that. It'll I mean, come up I think too. I have to say you've done so terrific. I'm really proud of you, and I, that's why I said I'm on my shows. I mean, you started out you started out in a great way, but now you're really out there, and it's believe it. You know, it, I know how hard this is. This is not easy. I mean, and you've gotten great connections. Because because you are a good writer, and this is good. It, you know, and it can happen to people. That's why I want them to see. But you have worked so hard for this. Well, I wanted a. I wanted a. The first person I thought about right after I just put out the new book, New Detroit, and that's Kristen Neal, Book Six. And uh, the first person I wanted to talk to uh, is actually two. Is uh, you and Franny? Because I know Franny's Thank you. out there. We appreciate that. Uh, I know Lewis we both is, do. We both are so well, proud of you. Well, you were there all the way back. Uh, you yeah, know, when and I we, and we always knew it. And we always knew it, Fran. I just talked to her the other day. We knew it. You know, I mean, you know, they're not. It doesn't come along as much as people think. But you know, and you're doing a great. People, you're doing a great thing, uh, uh, Marcia. That's why I asked before we went on the air of, of what inspired you to do to do this show. Because your this job of of going on for eight years. I mean, I I'm, bravo! I'm, I'm I give you a standing O for Thank that. You. And, uh, <laughs> Thank you. I do love it, though. I have to say, you know, I love it because I've met so many people that I never would have met, and I have learned from them. So I think that if people are open enough to, yes. you know, learn, because you never know enough. You always need to know more, oh, yeah. you know. I listen and to so your shows, I, and I, I listen oh, you do? to the different thank you. people, and, and I you. learn, and, and uh, I, I love it. I just love the fact oh, that we're you. all writers, we're all family, we're all storytellers and uh so you know we, we're a and certain I think, I think basically everybody helps each other i mean i really feel that if i asked someone to do something they would help me and i would help them you know i mean sure. and that's what is a good thing so i think you yep. know that's why i'm gonna i'm having that show monday to de-stress people because i feel like people need it so i think that's i hope they idea. listen monday night i, yeah, I hope know, i'm, I'm gonna tune in it. just so i can de-stress my my wife would I, definitely advocate my you know this guy sam oliver you know he wrote a lot of several books and you know honestly he's very calming, you know, and I think that that's why I want to hear what he has to say. This isn't about hospice or whatever. This is going to be about de-stressing because everybody seems so stressed. Much needed. Much needed. Yes. 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 Everybody tune I, in. And I, anytime you want to come on, just let me know. I'm watching you. I see what you do. And, you know, um, and you have a really nice wife. I see that, you know, and your kids. Everybody's grown up already. I mean, I'm looking at your kids. Yeah, yeah. They've got two up in you college in, uh, in Reno. Yes, and they so, were yeah. little. I mean, eight years yep. is a big difference, you know. Yes. The Jerry Juno <laughs> Publishing, my, the logo to my publishing company is the four of them when they were little boys and now you know, uh, I look at it now and I kind of just smile because they're all taller than I am. So, 
<laughs> and you homeschooled them too, so you know. Homeschooled them, yeah. We homeschooled yes. them, uh, my wife and I, and uh, but they're doing great now. And um, you know, a shout out to them if they're listening. No, it's re- listen. <laughs> they should be in class you know, right now. Yeah. I take that back. You should be in it class. Better- <laughs> You're supposed to be listening. <laughs> All right, thank you again, and we'll talk soon, okay? And Very I'm, good, Marcia. I'm sure thank you'll be you. on Fran's show. Okay, thank you. All right, take care, everybody. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.